What's up and welcome finally the long awaited yeah. episode 10 of the Speakeasy. It is your yeah. boy, Gucci Road. I'm joined here by my friend, Coach Nell and Trey. Yeah. Gon' grab that fifth, grab that eighth, grab what you need. Blow that dope, don't get too hot from the third coast to the west coast. Come take this ride. Let me tell the tell how I got turn scout of one lost ship to the sky. March, March been dragging on. It's the longest month we've had in a half. Who knew? I feel like March always drags on every single year. It's like the. It's the in-between time of you get your daylight savings. It's the in-between of like winter and the spring. Um, you, there ain't no really holidays, so you don't get no day. I know like in the school world, I know every holiday because that's the day I have off. And whoa, whoa, whoa. March 10th is a holiday. It's a real nigga birthday. <laughs> Any, anyways, um, <laughs> but there's like, there's no like, you know, days off of school in March. Um, right. And it's always been like that. I remember it being like that in high school um, and then like noticing that March is always the longest month of the of the year, it's weird. It's 31 days in March or 30? 31. Ooh, that bitch thick. <laughs> <laughs> March. You think thick. it ain't? Wow. Well, so we only got two more days. Yeah, That's two my more. my pop's birthday tomorrow. Shout out my pops. Oh, it, his birthday ain't passed yet? Nah, it's tomorrow. Oh, bet, bet. I thought when y'all had the celebration, it was actual B-Day. Nah, like, nah. Might have to send Tiny some. <laughs> uh shit. <laughs> Coming off the weekend, Trey, what you did this weekend? Do, oh man, I, I didn't do too much, man. I was chilling. I uh the weather was nice in Ocean City, so I was chilling on the beach a little bit. Man, Sunday I was I got mimosa drunk, but I ain't fuck with no mechanical bulls. So yeah, I know I last weekend you weekend. can't double you can't back to back mechanical bullet. No, you gotta leave that bullshit alone. You gotta leave that bullshit alone, man. Everybody needs to do the mechanical bull one time in their life, but the max is one time as well. Yeah, yeah, especially if you got a little melanin in you, that shit is not made for you. Most niggas don't ever attempt it, but if you're doing it more than once, now you're overstepping your boundary. Wait a minute, Darnell. Didn't you do it yeah. a couple of different times? There was pictures of you with multiple, multiple different clothes on. And I know he you was focusing. He, he, he was focusing on you, <laughs> not me. <laughs> we were sending mechanical bull pigs and fucking <laughs> tracing his one. I sent my one. <laughs> Darnell has different it's outfits Darnell. and different mechanical bulls. The weather is different. All that, <laughs> like at tournaments and shit. So hey, you know wise, excuse. you know excuse. I was at no, wise. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give a real, I'm gonna give a real excuse. So at UVA wise, we had this Shout thing out called wise. We had this thing called Cavapalooza, and it was basically like a fair. So it was a big, basically a big day drink. We would pregame at the crib, and then we'd go to like this kind of fair. It's food. It's uh, like little uh throw the water at uh somebody and they fall uh, dunk tanks that's what it is it's dunk tanks it's <laughs> throw uh, the water. It, it throw, throw the joint at somebody and the water they fall in the water you the dunk tanks it's the mechanical bull it's some is you know is is kid fun but it's for college kids and so we and we on top of a mountain with uh, in the middle of nowhere so you know we made the most of it that joint used to be lit and so i would get on the mechanical bull you know on my uh my country now shit and see what i can do that shit is hard though I can't yeah. imagine getting on a real bull. <laughs> Where after it bucks you off, it stomp you in the dirt. 
Yeah. So I'm so happy Real that though. bull got four bucks in him. If I go hold on for them four bucks, that bull might die. <laughs> cool. What you gonna break his spine or something? Oh God, collapse alone. Yeah. <laughs> Benny the Bull. And speaking of Benny the Bull, uh, coming off a couple of weeks now, had time to marinate and sit on it. I'm ready to determine that Plugs I Met Two is the best tape I've heard in my life. <laughs> I was, I, was I heard like, you, I heard you cranking it before we uh, we started. Yeah, Dave's because in the shower, if you just want to feel like you accomplished something today, if you want to get in the whip, feel like it's a wraith, you at work, you feel like you at the embassy. That nigga and it's, cr- it's crazy because that's how all of his music makes me feel. But I, I love to see that, that that's the effect that has on you. And what's sick is that's the effect it has on people. But he's rapping about selling crack on the corner of Buffalo. Right. You can't hey, you mm-hmm. can't relate to what he's saying, but it's definitely going to turn you up. But it, but it make you feel it. And that's why it's the best tape I ever heard in my life. Yeah, he definitely did that. Emphasis on the never sold crack. Uh, for the spot to me i look at it like uh, to me i look at it like you know he hustling that's him like that's his thing or whatever like and crack was his hustle so for me i feel like even though that's crack is not my hustle and he's talking about crack like it's my go to work music it's my it's a long week i gotta come home but i know i gotta get right back to it tomorrow like that's my benny is my everyday music like the ups and downs of in every day of a black man like that mm. Benny's like, <laughs> so <laughs> he just happens to be talking about selling crack on, on every on day Facebook, every street. day ups and downs of a black man i be snarl i be snarling oh. the benny shit what's i do i think niggas do have everyday music Trey, what you think your everyday music is shit for real bro that joint's gotta be baby right now like i'm I'll put on, I'll just go to little baby's whole catalog and hit shuffle. That's just being don't matter what I'm doing. Yeah, bro. It don't matter what I'm doing. Like, uh, what on my way to work, I know on the way to work, I'm probably gonna hear boss bitch. It's probably like three or four years old now, but I got too many hoes. I can't fuck them all. I know how to play with our ball. What that nigga was staffed it. Nigga said, I got too many hoes. I cannot fuck them all. Nigga, <laughs> ahead, you're a goat. <laughs> No, he's I'll not. I'll be a, hearing that. He's not a I'll goat. He that fits the description. Morning. He's not a goat. <laughs> <laughs> he cleared that up last week. He, he is not yeah, a goat. You're right. You're he, right. He just fits the description of one. Yeah, shit. Lately, I don't know. My daily music, I just go through a usual routine when I first wake up in the morning just to get the crust out of my eyes. I started running that Pooh Shiesty tape. And at first, I was underwhelmed by it. I thought he could have went harder. But then I came to terms that it, that now I'm saying, I, I was living in a fantasy, and the tape is tough. So good for him. Uh, then I that wrote. Actually, hard. Yeah. Then by the time I get in the car, I rotate to some dirt. Uh, think about imaginary ops, and like Nell said, this the up and down of the everyday black man. Um, think about think about imaginary ops. Like man, I I know this nigga about to press me out today. No, the man is the ops. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. You can relate to it. The man is the ops. You go, Trey. You going to work? It's that one Karen that you just can't stand. She always on. She always on your tip. You and you. No matter how well you do, everybody else in the office can fuck with you. But this is one person who's always on tip. That's the op. 
You feel me? It's, uh, you got you you got to relate to it. I definitely got one of them. I definitely got a, her name Linda. God. Damn. Oh, see, I told you, bro. I told you. Thinking for me, it is be yeah. certain people's emails I hate reading. And when the one joke, <laughs> when her email comes through, I just sigh because it's going to be bullshit. No one oh, else, man. No one else give niggas as much trouble to run around. Just answer the damn question, my nigga. What you talking I, can genu- I can genuinely say I don't have that person at, uh, at my job. Like, I genuinely love most of my coworkers. They be looking out. Um, maybe I just ain't been there that long. I don't know, but I was actually like pleasantly surprised. Like I remember telling my boss that, um, like we've kind of had like our first meeting after like the first week of being back in the building. And she was like, uh, I had told her, I was like, yeah, you know, everyone's real like friendly. I don't know if it's like, cause of the pandemic, they just want to be social or what, but like everybody is like in it, in your face, like not even in an annoying way, but just like. <laughs> happy and you know not like not 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 even like that just like just cool you know and mm-hmm. i done been places where it's like really awkward you know what i'm saying or like it's really kind of weird um that like when you do first, our job we ain't friends. yeah yeah like my first job last year when i when i first got the job in this mm-hmm. uh district um it was kind of like i would walk into like their like like the copy room was like in the lunchroom and so i walk in the copy room and like I say what's up, and everyone just kind of looks at me and like keeps eating, or like they keep eating, <laughs> but totally disregarding me. And I'm like, I and, and and the thing is, like, you I can be an extrovert when I'm comfortable, but mm-hmm. I can also be the biggest introvert that you've ever met. And so, as soon as that opportunity was presented, I took it and ran with it. I was eating lunch <laughs> in my car. I'm doing my, I, I am on my own. Time. I swear, no, bro, that, I'm on my own time. Hey, eating lunch in your car, man. You got a classroom, huh? You nah, got a classroom. Nah, nah, not, not, cause some, not even that, but sometimes like in, when you, in my department, it's it's almost yeah. like shared classrooms. It's a lot of shared classrooms. So I might, like me and one person might share a classroom, Um, but uh, while I have my lunch, they might be using that classroom. You see what right. I'm saying? True. So that's what those workroom or those kind of conference rooms are for. Mm. I always wonder what yeah. be going in the teacher's lounge. They used to make it so off limits that you couldn't go in there. I thought it was... I don't know. That I've seen different vibes though, because this this vibe is like you know it's it's mad cool. Really, our teacher lounge is like stored. It's just a bunch of books back there. But you know this go round is is cool. People be in there talking, chatting. It's always a high. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to gas myself, but I think they like me there. So some places I don't know if they like me. I think they like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But fucking oh god! Speaking of news from past couple weekends, actually, it's it's a tale of two stories right here, and it's about benefit of the it's about benefit of the doubt. Uh, we're gonna start with Deshaun Watson, uh, with his whole situation. The count just keeps going up. We're just under the dub. We had nineteen with allegations. I'm not gonna go too deep. Into Wait this. for real? It's at yeah. fifty. It's at nineteen now. Nineteen. This 19. morning, nine. This morning it was nineteen. Cool. And all the stories is like similar. They he texted them, telling them to stop, or he Deshaun Watson like cut the shit out, and it's a whole mess. But still, though, can now I'm like at this point, if it's this many victims, what do we need to get a warrant to get this nigga in jail or something? If he just keep coming out with this many, this many, but then at the same time, no, and ain't no facts or nothing yet. I don't know. That's why they ain't acted on it, or I don't know what Deshaun doing right now. Bro, this is this is my thing on it. 
it's all like media coverage, but no, no police agency seems like they're getting involved. And when the, when the first, like, when the first four came out, the Houston police department like tweeted, they didn't know nothing about it or something like that. Or there was like a source that said the Houston police hasn't been contacted about it. Mm -hmm. And just from personal background on the owners of the Texans, the McNair family, they're, they're not the most melanin friendly group of people, you know, especially when you're trying to leave the organization and feel like you've been wronged, which they probably wronged you. But I, I mean, it was like when it was like four, I was like, all right, this is this is crazy because it happened right when he left. But now it's so many. It's just like, bro, it's got to be a little bit of the truth to it. Like I wanted I wanted to I wanted to defend you just off your character. And just because I know the McNary's ain't good people. But, bro, you 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 know, it. If it walk like a duck, quack like a duck, that motherfucker a duck. And just and because there's been no police action, like you said, he's hanging on to the benefit of the doubt thread, uh, by a fucking pinky nail. <laughs> so, so like he still got benefit of the Literally. doubt until someone come get him. I don't know what's going on there, but the nigga who's out of benefit of the doubt is actually a nails man's Darius Geis, former football team player. Uh, apparently. Why we gotta throw him? Why we gotta throw him? Whoa, on whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He went to LSU too, though, Roland. He went to LSU. Come on, y'all. He'll oh, buy you. God. Bacon. Oh God. You, we gotta claim him. I still claim him because he was tough when he was there. I found out about him opening day twenty nine. Wow. Wow. That's kind of crazy. I've been but, to about bro. He tough, yeah. tough. But yeah. what's up? What do he do? What he do, man? Uh, after the thing that got him kicked off the team, now I'm saying, uh. Then he, he, he thought he killed a girl or some shit like that. And then they kicked him out the league. Now a 70-year-old grandmother alleging sexual harassment. Oh, my God. And it's like, at this type of time, bro, you lost benefit of the doubt. What is you doing down there? You took your job away. What the hell is you doing? Go get help. Yeah, that nigga definitely needs help. But it's still football team activity. Hey, man, look, I know we talked about the, you know, the wire, the a couple episodes ago, but there's a they they said some real shit on there. They said every man gotta have a code. There's some codeless niggas out here. <laughs> codeless, bro. No, no code. No like passwords. You feel me? Like they out here just doing the grimiest of grime, and it's like, bro, you gotta live by something. Like, yeah, niggas gotta have principles. Niggas don't have principles, and that's and that's my Only main that's my main issue with new niggas. New niggas don't have principles. They weren't born with them. They wasn't taught them either. So you got to have yep. old school principles. You got to stand 10 toes on. You can't waver on it. Now I'm saying, but they ain't got them. They just don't got them. Like rappers nowadays, bro, like 6ix9ine, everybody knew 6ix9ine wasn't no gangster. And everybody knew that, like, if something really happened, 6ix9ine mm-hmm. was going to be the one that rat. He ratted, but people were still... People still listen to his music. People might say, like, yeah, I don't fuck with him, but I bet people still got his music downloaded on their phone, like, it's just like nowadays it seems like you don't even need to code. Like back then, you was you was popular or famous or whatever off the strictly like just strictly off principle. Like yeah. you're a good dude. You you get love off that. And speaking of that no more. Speaking of principle, now told I was playing a plug talk right before I got in, got out of the shower. But again, I had to practice principle. I wanted to listen to some R. Kelly today, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I was listening to a, a mm-hmm. motherfucking uh Drinks champ interview with Cassidy. They was talking about hotel. I said, "Damn, I heard that song in a minute. That don't used to go. Can't even do it, and I won't do it." Canceling R. Kelly has been the easiest thing ever, cause it ain't even like I was cranking the most C as it was. It hasn't beforehand. been for me. 
Now nah, it's been pretty easy to to, to cancel them out, but it, it's been the moments where you just want to hear like I'm a flirt, or you want to hear hotel, or you want to hear motherfucking uh same girl. If he he got some, yeah, he don't got everyday music, but he definitely got that. If you want a certain vibe, which I, now that I say it, it sounds kind of nasty. Like if you want a certain, no, vibe, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. It just don't sound. Right. Thing is, the R. Kelly that I used, that I used to play younger, my parents used to play younger. Of course, the old like the. The R and B shit, but then his gospel shit, like you save me and prayer changes and shit like that. Okay, that okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> prayer okay, changes. Okay. You it you changes. wasn't you wasn't prayer raised changes. in the house. Come on now. You wasn't raised in the I house. I was raised in the house of the Lord and the house of Felicia. And she was raised in the house of Darion. Which y'all too young to know Beyonce clothing line. Come on now. My sister had a Darion jacket. She's too young to have some Darion. Is she? She's but born in 02. Yeah, that dropped. might be a little too young. That's too young. Yeah, but that might be a little too young. But yeah, Toddler. She, was she was a fly baby. Yeah. Yeah, shit. But yeah, just going through the news and all that. Um, now, you saw what happened down in like Colorado? Uh, It was a, another mass shooting like a week ago, right? Yeah, something like that. Running a like, grocery store. Yeah, that's sick. Oh, and then, and, yeah. yeah. What, was, it, was this Asians? Nah, nah, that yeah. was in that was in Atlanta where the dude shot. Okay, up okay, okay. Yeah. I was just about to ask that too. I said, was this that shooting? But they were so close back to back, which is yeah, bro. Literally, like four, I think it was like four days. The dude went in there, the dude went in there and shot up the. I think it was, I don't. I think it was a nail salon because all the like I didn't really get to see the whole story. I felt like you know I ain't got Twitter, so I didn't really get to see the whole thing, and then. And all the all I saw was like everybody talking about the, the victims and like everybody was saying Asian stuff hate. about nails. So I think, yeah, I think I think it was a nail salon. But like, bro, that like it's just crazy that we in twenty twenty one and that's like we started last last year with I don't know a hundred something mass shootings and then we just pick right back up where we left off. That pandemic don't got shit on people just wanting to kill a bunch of people for no reason. What's curious? Uh, what's curious though is. So like last year, you would think there would be very low mass shootings because there were no public public uh gatherings and shit, right? And and was that right. did, they, did they ever announce that? Was that like confirmed or something? Or are we just yeah yeah no clue? Nah, they did. the The stat was that it dropped. Um, I can't remember the exact percentage, but it dropped a significant amount. And then somebody had like this before my you know Twitter got got, but it was just like, man, this is this is because nobody's allowed to be out in public, so you're not gonna see people killing a bunch of people when you can't be out, which right. is, I mean, there is good logic. Cause I know there's some people out there who would twist that up. You know, somebody who's like, we don't need to change no laws. Nobody, nobody got shot this year. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, right. bro, we can't go nowhere. But at the same time, no, like they don't put that on the timelines. They don't put that in the news where it's like, You're right. But every mass shooting, you'll get every stat about it. And then the whole thread, this nigga's just giving stats about actual shootings that happen. But like there wasn't a whole lot about the lack thereof shootings because mm-hmm. white people were in the house. But now that you let them free again, wild. Then at the same time, you gotta be careful too, cause then they'll start trying to mislabel private disputes that turn public into mass shootings, like what happened down in Virginia Beach. Man, all uh, I saw was a, a cop killed somebody, man. They didn't have the body cam on, but I don't know too much of too much else, bro. Yeah, uh, I don't know much about like the facts, or I'm hoping they come out. Um, mm-hmm. but I know that 
all I know is like when I first found out and I seen the article and it said suspected shooter and like I, when I put two and two together, I knew that that wasn't the case because like, you know, when you go off to college and you're just being, again, being black people, like we know hood dudes, we know dudes who can handle themselves, but they might not be, you know, gangster hood. And that's kind of the majority of us. Um, but like people who, you know, people who kind of stay away from that life. And this is somebody who, you know, not a, he's not soft or anything, but he just, he wasn't a gangster. He's not, you know, when I've just seen suspected shit, I knew that that wasn't the case. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm -hmm. you just know some things. Like the dude graduated. Uh, so you knew him mom. personally? Yeah, 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 he went, I'm sorry. Yeah, he, I forgot. We. I'm talking to the people, not just you. But, <laughs> no, you uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, uh, I, yeah, went to college with dude. Uh, he transferred in my fifth year. So he was a junior, but he was an older junior. My, so he was 22, 23, 22, 23, 22, when he transferred in. Um, and yeah, I was coaching at that time. It was my fifth year. So I remember meeting him when he came on his visit. And of course, I'm wild man back at Wise. So I'm coaching and trying to, you know, <laughs> throw, 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 a, yeah, throw a live recruiting party. Um, but then also, like, my fifth year, that was my fourth year. But then my fifth year, uh, he ended up transferring over. Um, solid dude. Uh, Hooper. Big, big as shit, but a Hooper. Hooper, I can't emphasize that enough. A Hooper, uh, yeah, jumper or something. No, he package like <laughs> you name it. <laughs> you name it. No, he's pat, pat Kevin, imagine uh, Kevin Jackson at three fifty. Uh, that's a, what do you play? What do you play football? Uh, tackle. Oh, guard? Big man, big guard. Man. Yeah, guard. Oh, yeah, guard. he was Escalade. Guard. Okay, guard. respect. Uh, I, I like yeah. the guards. Yeah, uh, and that was why when I was coaching down there, I was working with the online as well too. So like always with them, but mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just I mean, it's another black dude on the team. Most of us kind of stuck together, but uh, yeah, not my best man's, but definitely my good man's came to the crib, played 2K, all that other stuff. So when I seen it, I just knew that like whatever they thought, I knew that was that wasn't it, you know. Um, so I just hope that kind of everyone else is able to see that, but. Uh, it just has me thinking, like, obviously, you know, Trey, I think you told your story last week, you know, love yours, tell them you love them. You know, don't be afraid to tell your men that you love them. Um, yeah, just, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot. I'm kind of, real for real, I'm kind of in that, uh, I'm kind of in that angry uh, mode right now. So I don't want to, like, lash out. But yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because he was yeah. killed by a cop and you know, so I'm kind of in that ang I'm kind of in that angry stage right now. Yeah, for but sure. This ain't, just, but it's also. Go ahead. I was saying, just going to school down there too, and just being in Virginia Beach a couple of times, and then also just knowing kids from the area, like they always had issues with Virginia Beach police, and it was like just mm -hmm. pussy police department out the group. But it's just mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's just sick to see. Now I'm saying, oh, dots start connecting. Like you know the gentleman. Yeah. Now I'm saying you had, mm -hmm. I've had interactions with the Virginia Beach mm -hmm. police, all that type of shit, and it just. Shit like this just comes together in a storm and it's just terrible. With stuff like this, bruh, I don't want to say that me or people that I know have become desensitized to it, but it, it like you see so many instances of police brutality, whether mm -hmm. it's in your own community, whether it's on the news across the mm -hmm. country, like you just see so much of it that it's just like, damn, bruh, I'm I'm tired of seeing this shit. 
but it's just like you damn near take it as not like something normal but it's just like damn bro like again but mm -hmm. i think that whole thing changes when it's someone you know somebody mm -hmm. that even if you don't mm -hmm. know him well you know what i mean you said he's not your man's but like that shit will completely change you because it, it i think a lot of times we take for granted that it could be us you know what i mean and no, having facts, like, the, facts. the two good the two good men i lost bro that shit put it in perspective they didn't lose their life to no police brutality but it'll still put that shit in perspective like damn bro like a lot of people you you don't you won't say it until it's like mm -hmm. that 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 time to say it but like it's somebody mm -hmm. that's better than you somebody that you might look up to and that shit happens to them it's just like damn bro like that legit could have been me like that dude's a good dude you said he wasn't involved in none of that gangster shit mm -hmm. bro you're not involved in that that could have been you standing there getting got and that's like it i think it just it it, it just makes me appreciate life more makes me want to mm -hmm. live better but it also mm -hmm. makes me like me personally, I want to go out and make change in my community. So I don't have to see nobody else's mom or sister or daughter crying about how they just lost somebody they love. Because I mean, bro, we, we're already trying to clean up. Like, I know there's a lot of stereotypes about the black community and black on black crime. That shit is a myth. But we're still trying mm -hmm. to clean up the black community and, and, and love ourselves, one another. And then then we got to deal with shit like this you know what i mean there's just i there's mm -hmm. just so so much bullshit in the world man it's just like we as as a people we just gotta dig deeper and try to be the change that we want to see in the world that's just how i feel man it's just we losing too many good people in mm -hmm. bad situations for no reason at all yes. it's wild because Go this ahead, is Tom. like this is the second person i know that's been killed that's been wrongfully killed by police it happened to my aunt's fiance when I was maybe middle school. Um, he was killed by Richmond police um, in a totally other, you know, fucked up incident. That's a story for another day. But because we're the furthest, like all my family is DCPG, Northern Virginia, and I'm where the furthest south being in Stafford. And so it happened in Richmond. And so she came down to us. And I just remember waking up to her crying. And that's all, like, that's the only thing I can really remember. I remember the, the going to the viewing and I remember the sound of her fucking crying. And so like, and, I'm, and I was thinking about like what we do in life. Like you work in the office, you know, I do what I do and Trey, you do what you do. And like, I know that the, our, co our coworkers don't have people that have, you know, no people that have been killed by police, no. wrongfully mm -hmm. killed by police like that. You know, like, and, and it's crazy. And I've had, I was thinking about it today, like this is the fifth dude. I'm, I'm three years removed from college and four years removed from playing. It's five people that I know that I played with, four of them in college, one in high school, five that I know that are no longer here with us, albeit different reasons, but two of them gun violence, one by the police, one in his own neighborhood, but it's just wild, like, I feel like I've had more death in, in with my age group than like my older generation, you know, my family, my mm -hmm. older generation. And it, it's wild to think about. Yeah, for me, it's just like the whole, like when I think about it, because we're so young and as I get older, when I start seeing people my age or even younger than me die, now it's starting to resonate for me. But beforehand it was like, damn, I'm glad it wasn't me or like it, like you, it, you don't think it could be you, but then mm. I started looking at it from my mom's perspective, my parents' perspective, where they they never expect to lose a child, and that that heartache is probably un, like crazy unbearable. But it's like, damn, he left behind a mother, he left behind a father, he left behind mm -hmm. siblings, 
And it's just like, damn, this nigga was my age. Like, we, I, I remember. It. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now I was saying, like, it just be sick when you think about it. Like, yeah, you're going, like, when I think about my death, not that I think about my death, but like, when I, like, I'm a better word, I think about my death, it's like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, nah, I feel, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, I don't want to sound like Papa Roach on here at fucking emo. Yeah, because it's when I think about my death overall, it's like, I don't ever consider where I'm going or nothing like that because I just leave that for another day type shit, but I think about everything I will leave behind as far as friends, family, and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, what Kendrick say? When the light shot off and it's my turn to settle down, my main concern, promise that you will sing about me. That's what I be thinking about all day. It's like, damn, yo. What niggas gonna, gonna sing about you? Go? Yeah, what niggas gonna sing about me when it's my turn? Thing is, I don't even, I don't even consider that though because, I mean, what you know at the end of the day, what you know is facts, and facts go with you to the grave. I mean, people, the story gonna be whatever it is after you die. People gonna talk about you regardless. So I try to can't. What I'm saying, listen to this, man. Look, some this old head kicked some real game to me one time. He said he's pretty much said what you just said. Like mm-hmm. when you go, when you go. People going to have, you know, they're going to have their things to say. And it, it pretty much is just that most of that shit is just going to go with you in the dirt. And then he said, but you got to remember that you're going to leave people on this earth who are going to have to hear the things that people are saying about you. And you could be called every name under the book if that's how you live your life. But I mean, shit, I want if, if I go and and there's still some people around here that knew me, I want them to hear nothing but the good shit. Trey was that nigga. But at this, the counterpoint that though is like the truth is the truth. They should know the truth. If someone calling you yeah. a scumbag scallywag at the bar, but they know that you a saint under all under all that, they tuning that out. They probably stomping that nigga out if he caught stealing lies. So you gotta just make it like that to where your people is willing to stomp a nigga out if they lie on your name after death. I'll stomp niggas out for y'all. I appreciate that, man. Now we still growing as good men. We are still growing. I can't promise to stomp a nigga out, but I will notify the right people. <laughs> I can't shaking. even believe that, yo. Yeah, shaking. I can't even he believe that, yo. Yo, hey, he's he gonna call shaking. the police from his window. No, I said well, I'll notify the right people. I'll, I will get your good men on the phone so we can stomp that nigga out. But it's not gonna be a job. Don't say we can stomp him out, so they can stomp him out. You're gonna make the call. That my guy's glad to come through it. Man, that's all right. Hey, y'all know Trey? Yeah. Some nigga talking down on him. Go get him. <laughs> Go get yep. him. Yep, just like that. Just like yeah, that. Just like that. I'm going to come get my last stomping. <laughs> y'all fools. <laughs> but shit. Um, last couple minutes here. Uh, I got song of the day here. I'm going to show some love to my mans I went to school with down at Old Dirty. Uh, he been working on his thing with him and his boy Mike Robb, Legal Trapper Entertainment. Um, they just, old roommate? Nah, 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 <laughs> not him. No, nah, but shout out, shout out to him though. He did a couple of my album covers. That he dope though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show him some love one day. Uh, but yeah, they just dropped the tape. Legal trapping, five pack EP. Um, this is vibes by Gleesh.
I'm smoking that gas till my lungs hit the flow. See some of my niggas be reppin' the seven, but most of my niggas be bangin' the foe. Oh, if I got it, my nigga, you got it. We in this together, this shit gotta blow. Gotta be choosy when choosing my lady. Must take me as crazy, ain't cuffin' no hoe. You know that we got it from lows to exotic. Pull up to the trap and we serve you a bow. You niggas be crazy and y'all try to be lazy. Must take me as crazy, ain't frontin' no O. Niggas be bitches and hangin' with snitches. Don't know what y'all own. Y'all niggas some hoes. I can tell by your pictures, ain't gettin' no bitches. Y'all pockets be lenny, man. Y'all niggas po. To the motherfucking paper. If he ain't talking cash, I'ma have to see you later. My niggas serving packs like some motherfucking waiters. Got a lot of bitches, guess I'm something like a player. Niggas really snitches, cause it's something like a hater. Flexing like you got it when we know you really faking. Post it on the ground, one call, I'ma take it. We gon' train every night that a young nigga make it. Since I came, I'm a mama been real, can't fake it. Took a couple L's, bounce back, had to shake it. When you get money, you gon' see it really faking. Since I lost my angel, life been a little crazy. Gotta chase a bad niggas, really be lazy. Pockets kinda full, got me feeling like I'm baby. Count 30, 20, smoking gas, getting faded. Me and all my niggas, yeah, we gotta fuck. I'm smoking that gas till my lungs hit the flow. See some of my niggas be reppin' the seven, but most of my niggas be bangin' the foe. Know if I got it, my nigga, you got it. We in this together, this shit gotta blow. Gotta be choosy when choosing my lady. Must take me as crazy, ain't cuffin' no hoe. You know that we got it from loose to exotic. Pull up to the trap and we serve you a bow. You niggas be crazy and y'all try to be lazy. Must take me as crazy, ain't frontin' no o. Niggas be bitches and hangin' with snitches. Don't know what y'all own. Y'all niggas some hoes. I can tell by your pictures, ain't gettin' no bitches. Y'all pockets be lenny, man. Y'all niggas poe. Yeah, yeah, that post shit, man, post shit, pockets too.